America is not a place where we define what is an American by nationality. Right? The beauty of America is that America is defined by aspiration. Right? We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, among which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, we all know that Jefferson didn't include wide swaths of people in that statement. Sure. But what does it mean to be an American is the, con the constant expansion and inclusion of who fits in that statement. That's what it means to be an American. And, and in my opinion, it means that racism is fundamentally un-American. Right? You, you, you cannot say all men are created equal, really believe that, and then make exclusions. Certainly not. Right? And so, so what is an American? What is freedom? Is about how inclusive can we be to that statement that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8.03 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Wednesday, the uh, 4th of October. We've got a great show and a great interview for you guys as well today. Uh, my guests today are India Williams and Zach Fry of the Aurora Participatory Democracy Hub. And we've all agreed that that's such a such a mouthful of, <laughs> of words that we will henceforth be going by the hub. Yes, sir. The hub. How are you guys feeling today? Good. I'm feeling great. You know, right. y'all look a little bit skeptical. Like, how are we feeling? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my coffee. I'm still waiting for that to hit and everything, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. All right. And how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having us. No problem. Um, so, participatory democracy, um, making our communities better. PCHR, People Centered Human Rights, are many of the topics we'll be talking about today. Um, so first things first, and either of you guys can take this, what's the genesis of the hub? How do we get started with the hub, and uh, how can people learn more? Yeah, so um, we're an organization or a project that's a coalition of organizations. So okay. shout out to Black Alliance for Peace Chicago chapter, mm -hmm. uh, the Illinois Alliance for Reentry and Justice, Indivisible Aurora, and the Illinois Reform Alliance, uh, they came together and we, they got some funding to get the hub started. And then within the hub structure, we have seven leaders and then it's open to everyone who wants to join. Yeah, basically it's a it's a movement to build, you know, real people's power, um, you know, through, you know, things like uh, political education, mutual aid. And finally, our People's Movement Assembly in, uh, in January, which will be like a mass movement of people uh, who come together and through this series of political education, their own lived experiences and, you know, um, the mutual aid opportunities we had. We were really getting them politically engaged um, and prepping them to discuss, you know, like, hey, like, what are issues in your community that, that are, are facing, you know, that you are facing that you want to have addressed? Um, and then how can we go about that into drafting into that into legislation? Uh, so I, I like all of the aims that you guys do and what the hub does. And it 
it does remind me that um, I, I was able to take part in the, um, I can't think of the group at the moment, but repealing and replacing the, uh, the 1994 crime bill mm -hmm. was uh, one of the strong um, initiatives as well. So I think that that's really good when it comes to social justice and reentry and uh, and helping people, you know, erase many, erase many stigmas and, and embrace a, a better present and future. Um, so with with the hub, in your in your opinion, how is participation right now in the city? Um, I would say it's it's very very good. At least from the people that that we've had come out to our you know political education session sessions, the people we've been in contact with through community and just kind of chatting with, mm -hmm. um, you know, people are passionate. People people have issues that that affect them. Um, you know, politics is everything. You know, whether whether people have the the privilege and the luxury to to be civically engaged or not. Right. You know. Um, they're all affected by by policy issues, whether it's like the rising cost of living, unaffordable housing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so people, you know, are passionate. People want to people want to see these things addressed. People want to see these things change. Um, so it's been great, you know. Uh, the people that that are that are there, you know, we've uh, almost been uh, kicked out of the library a couple of times where we have our events <laughs> just because we we go over based on discussion. But I'd rather have it that way than uh, you know just sitting in awkward silence. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, well, you bring up a good point. I do remember because I, I I did attend the first meeting. Mm -hmm. It was very well done. Um, the library will close in 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. and you're like, oh, we ain't even done yet. This is <laughs> We're like on question four. Um, uh, well, no, it's, it is important, though, that we do live in a place where, where libraries and the other infrastructure can help right. facilitate the message. So that's a, that's a, a really great thing. Um, are there any current projects happening right now that the Hub is working on that you'd like folks to know about and perhaps get involved in? So yeah, uh, you came to our first session. Mm -hmm. We're going to be having uh, three more political education sessions. The next two um, are on Sundays, October 15th, 3 to 5 p.m. and October 22nd, 3 to 5 p.m. at Santori Public Library, downtown Aurora. We're on the second floor in the teen room. Um, those are just sessions where we're getting into more of the nitty gritty of local government, helping folks understand the basics and then answering any deeper questions they have. So our next sessions, we're gonna be talking about the Freedom of Information Act, mm -hmm. uh, FOIA, and then uh, the, how the city budget is broken down okay. and what else? <laughs> Uh, talking about like Robert's Rules of Order, so how the city government con or like uh, conducts itself, um, how to go about like public speaking and making public comment, things like that. So again, really just talking about you know how does the government of Aurora work and um, like given the tools that are that are commonly available, you know public comment, voting, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, you know how can we engage in that? It is the basics. It is the basics, yes. and that's where you got to start. Exactly. I mean, there are people who have yeah, they're passionate. Yeah, they got an opinion, mm -hmm. but they have never heard of Robert's Rules of Order, and that it's it's and it's <laughs> right. it's learning where to start, yeah, and then where to go, what to add, what to take away. You know, that's exactly that's, that's the uh, the basics of it, though. Um, this is I did want to read from the overview, which I thought mm -hmm. was great. Um, equipping community members with the education and resources they need to know about local government function. Uh, excuse me, about local government function helps to further the work of liberation, justice, and equity um with the work that you guys have been doing with the hub and uh what's been taking place with it how have you guys learned and grown individually what what have you learned since starting that you may not have known before um first of all i want to get a shout out to my comrade nick okay. um, he's taught me you know about the the concept of, of radical empathy and really going you know trying to understand where people are coming from when we talk about, you know, changing things and whatnot. A lot of the times that can be, you know, scary for people. Change is scary, right? Change is hard. Change is yeah. scary. Um, so really just trying to be understanding and, and recognize where people come from um, and, and just approach them as human beings. You know, don't, 
even if you might not agree with them, you know, totally approach them as human beings. And um, that's how like discussion gets done. Um, and even, especially with people you don't agree with, you should listen to them, especially right. when you're talking about politics and whatnot, because you don't want to be stuck in an, in an echo chamber. You want that diverse opinion, you want that diverse experience um, so to go forward from there. All right. India. Yeah. Um, shout out to Nick as well, just through like this hub experience and working with him uh, for Black Alliance for Peace events. I've learned how to be a better organizer, you know, staying accountable to my values, staying true to myself. Um, of course, yeah, being open minded, listening um, and knowing that I don't know the answer to every single problem and like being even being a leader to the hub. Uh, with the hub. I don't know the solution or answer to every single problem, but being with the hub, it's about working together with others, uh, working with the community for the community, coming up with a solution that's best for the community. And I recognize that I don't know that, but that's why I'm excited to do this work. I'm excited to connect with others and basically strategize um, and come up with the solution. I just, all I know is that like I'm interested and I have the passion and uh, I guess the time <laughs> as of right now, I'm a recent <laughs> graduate uh, looking for a job, <laughs> but I have right. the time right now to organize. Congratulations on that graduation. though. that's all right. Thank you. <laughs> that job will come. That job will come. Right. Maybe they watching. Good morning in the chat. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Iron India. Yep. Um, good morning to you guys. If you are just now joining us, uh, the time is 8, 10 a.m. We're here with our friends of the hub, India Williams and uh, Zach Fry here to talk about many things, including justice, equity and taking part and local government uh you you uh, zach you mentioned the the echo chamber yeah and um i think that's that's a really that's a really important point to make because i i do believe it, which i this now this is not what i saw at the meeting that you guys have what i do think is that sometimes organizations will get the message mm -hmm. and they'll want the message but unless anyone else you know and unless you agree with the message wholeheartedly then they'd rather you not take part mm -hmm. and then there is no other dissenting voices or right. not even a dissenting voice just perhaps another way of looking at the the same thing right um you guys don't have that issue mm -hmm. and i think that that's a benefit and i think that that's one of the things that you will make you guys stand out um and potentially be able to do more and you know and attract uh, better people right um but how does how does it how does it work in making sure that you guys don't have an echo chamber? I know it's a constant filtering process. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, fundamentally, especially as leadership, you know, we all have the same goal. We all want to see this project succeed. We're all you know pretty aligned in our values, and we, we've come to you know an agreement on values. Um, and one of those values is consensus decision making. So we come to agreement. You know, we have these discussions, um, and fundamentally, you know, we're just. We're, we're, we're allowed to criticize we encourage criticize or criticism because you know like you said you don't want to be and you don't want to be you know not have a dissenting opinion or a voice of reason sure. and whatnot because especially as a political project you can have all the ideals in the world but you need to be grounded in reality and what the actual you know material conditions of people are right when the material conditions of the space you're working in are um and so yeah i, I think i I, I would agree I'm a, of course i'm a little biased but i would agree sure, that sure um, oh yeah that it, that it is something that 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 does make you know organizations stand out and whatnot um and it's, it's definitely a necessity all right um what's what's currently um so we talked about the uh how where you guys are at the next meetings are coming up on uh, october 15th mm -hmm. and the 22nd yeah uh both sundays from three to five yep three, three to five, 5 p.m, PM. Um, are Library. you guys on social media yes our instagram is at apd hub so a p d h u b 
follow us on Instagram. And on our Facebook, it's connected to Indivisible Aurora's Facebook, so we're getting okay. that up and running. But yeah, on our Instagram, uh, there are links to sign up for our political education events. And then also our two film screenings coming up. We'll be showing two documentaries, um, Beyond Walls, which is Thursday, November 2nd, starting at 6.30 at Society 57, which is right across the street from the library, uh, St. Tori Library. And then... Um, no Cop Academy, which is December 7th, uh, Thursday again, 6.30 p.m. start time at Society 57. And at these film screenings, we hope to start a dialogue. But anyway, all that information, it's in the link tree on our Instagram. And also you can sign up for our newsletter there called Hub Talk. And that's where we'll be um, doing a recap of our political education events if you missed. And then talking about relevant local uh, le legislation and, you know, even... Uh, global political happenings as they relate to Aurora and where struggles are connected. So just right. go to our Instagram and you can see more information and like keep up with our events there. Okay. Follow them on Instagram <laughs> and on Facebook. Sounds funny when you say it, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, good morning, Sally Sino. Good morning to you. Michael Rayford. Good morning. All you great people. Aisha Saxon, Emily Bowe, Jennifer Ryan Maiden, Daniel Calderon, Mandy Ingo. And, uh, and Nora Peterson, good morning to you guys as well. Um, I'd like uh, I'd like to know from both of you guys this thing here. What does the what does people centered human rights mean to you, India? Okay, hmm. so um, I guess in my experience working with BAP, um, it's making the decisions uh, from a human rights perspective that are best for the masses that's benefiting people materially, uh, the people that are the most marginalized. Uh, it's making these decisions that even, I guess I would say it's making the decisions that we know will have a positive material impact that put people first. It, it's not putting money first, profit first. It's putting the people first, the people that are affected by whatever decision we are making. Uh, that's kind of like the best way I could put it for me. What would you call it, Zach? Yeah, I would uh, echo everything that, that India mentioned um, while also mentioning that, you know, apart from the, the current structure of human rights where things are given top down from governing bodies such as the United Nations through like treaties and whatnot, uh, People Center Human Rights really works at uh, building, you know, human rights from the bottom up again, you know, determining, you know, like the people that are most affected and the people that are affected by, you know, um, these human rights conditions and treaties and whatnot they should be the ones determining their their human rights and what that looks like and also recognizing too it's not a one and done you know static process it's an ongoing thing that requires constant you know engagement and and uh, dialogue with the community to make sure that things are being addressed properly we have um you know locally and it's a it is a kane county thing too so speaking on a kane county mm -hmm. you know our our our, our lack of uh, affordable housing and yeah. housing here locally. It's also a nationwide thing, though, too. Um, that and many of the different day-to-day -day, um, kind of like engagement-related processes that we have in Aurora, I feel and have felt for a while now that in addition to in addition to the lack of like knowing the Roberts Rules of Order and all that kind of stuff, in addition to the lack of the basic understanding of how government works, when you add in the different problems like food deserts or afford, uh, lack of affordable housing or a lack of like daycare, right. when you add that in, I think unfortunately it makes people, it makes them cynical mm -hmm. and it kind of drives them away from the process. It, mm -hmm. it makes them throw up their hands 
right? They right. come home after a long day, and then it's like, oh, and my tax bill is going up. And then you try to look at it, and it's like all the lines. They're done with it. And I feel that that person who is cynical and is just done with and throws up their hands, they're the person who needs to be like, Absolutely. Hey, you know, that's the person. That's the person more, most susceptible to be like, okay, wait a minute. It is a problem that can be mm -hmm. fixed mm -hmm. instead of giving up. But I think so many people just give up. And yeah. I don't want to see people give up. You know, I, yeah. I don't like seeing people give up. Well, I think I think that's a, a a great point and very, very true. You know, obviously, like as working class people, we have a lot of not only just, you know, like financial burdens and problems, but like obligations we have to go to. We, you know, we have, you know, we might not have access to daycare. We might have, you know, a shift that we have to cover. Um, and that's, you know, a big point of the democracy of is really like demystifying that whole political process and reminding right. people that, you know, democracy is not just about voting every so often. Right. It's a lot about that in between time and reminding people that, um, you know, we as the masses have have more power than just voting, right? Right. It, we have, um, you know, way more political potential and, and potential for power. Um, and when we talk about building power as people, we're talking about, you know, not power to oppress, but power to change things, the power to right. make things work for us. Um, and so I would just like to remind folks at home that if you're frustrated, if you feel cynical, if you feel like you want to, you know, throw your arms up and everything and, and just give up about politics, um, there, there is, you know, there is an option, and that option is organizing through, you know, projects such as, you know, the the hub, um, any other organization that you really align with. You know, historically, the way things have changed is through mass movements of of, of people, you know, organizing it for a cause. Right. Um, and I said all that because what I what I did like about um, interacting with the uh, with the hub on the day that I went was that it was multi generational in that room. Yeah. I was feeling that. <laughs> I was feeling that. Yeah. I was feeling that. I I, I really, you know, I, I'm I'm a weird dude, like I told you. I was feeling that. Yeah. You walk in and there are people entering their senior years with young people and they're talking about the same thing. Yep. The same thing. Because the issue doesn't go away just because you're of a different age or a different color. Mm -hmm. Um um so I um, thank you, because I want to break down that that cynicism. I want people to participate as opposed to just saying, forget it. I'll let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, and if That's any, never helped anybody. Yeah, and if, and if anything, you know, we want the people who, who aren't, you know, politically engaged. Right? I feel like that's, that's the people that we have the most to learn from and whatnot, especially people, you know, like working class people that are at a crossroads of intersection, you know, uh, for example, like, you know, like women of color and whatnot. Because when we build a society that works for, like, the most marginalized and most oppressed, you know, that ensures that, that we all can, you know, succeed and thrive. Right. Yeah, wait, and if I could add Absolutely, one thing, sure. and I feel like, you know, um, it's they want you to be discouraged. They mm -hmm. want you to not have time to give your input on how you think the community could be better. They want you to be overworked so you don't have time to make it to public comment meetings so you can comment on local legislation so you don't have time to meet with your alder person because that makes their jobs easier right. and they can keep doing what they want to do. And so at the Hub, I feel like it's important that one of our goals is like um, consensus decision making and participatory democracy because even if you can't make it to a public comment meeting but if you come to the hub and you express an issue that you have the organizers here we can go and carry that burden mm -hmm. to the public comment meeting we can represent you because um, we want to work for the community and we understand that like the stresses of life and being overworked and just being working class that there are barriers to access to local democracy whether it be like if you're not well versed in uh, the language of legislation, like if you read an ordinance and you don't even know how it applies to you, that's why we have these political education sessions mm -hmm. so we can make it easily easily accessible to the public. And there are no there's no such thing as a dumb question. Uh, we want people to engage and ask us questions and uh, let us know so that we can help. Yeah.
Yeah, everybody needs help speaking and learning legalese. Yeah, you know, I mean, as a, as a whole different language. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you might want to, you know, see, you gotta tell people because they just don't care. Yeah. They just don't think it's a no. It does. It's yep. like how thereof and or mm-hmm. like you got to know what you're playing with. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the time is uh, eight twenty one a.m. Good morning, Josue Pais, April Palomino, and Maria Chirito. Um, you uh, you mentioned you came from a punk background. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about you an artist? What you play? Uh, yeah, I, I dabble. Um, no, but in, in <laughs> quite modest, young man. Quite, <laughs> quite, quite modest. I see you feeling that radical empathy, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, no, but but growing up, you know, uh, you know, had a had a had an all, all right upbringing, but specifically when I got to high school, you know, getting really into music and, and art and whatnot, you know, and coming from like a very musically in tune family, um, and being you know an angsty you know high schooler, mm-hmm. um, punk was kind of that answer for me, and especially someone that had you know um, pretty like unorthodox like anti you know screw the man type mm-hmm. type you know politics when not punk was that for me um and yeah and that's kind of where like where i got my love for community and like my love for like you know diy stuff and being like you know anyone could put so, anything any event on right we don't have to have a fancy budget or anything we can be in a in a sweaty basement with 100 people and it'll be you know a great event so right. try and carry that over to organizing that's good uh that's good energy man right yeah that matters um so let's let's do a little exercise here so i am let's let's just say Let's just say I'm a, I'm just a Joe Schmo taxpaying citizen, right? I've never voted in my national elections, mm-hmm. and I'm not even I'm just living here, right? Right. I think that uh, you know, why should I? You know, why should I take part? Why should I take part? And if I did walk into a uh, a meeting with you guys, and I'd never heard of Robert Rules of Order, or I'm not understanding what what the purpose would even be uh, to take the time to watch a, a city council meeting or what have you what would you what would you tell me um i would say if you're a joe schmo you're probably paying taxes and mm-hmm. that means you're paying our elected officials and i say the more educated you are about how local government works you can know if our elected officials are working for us actually or if they're just getting an easy check so i would say um knowing what's going on it's mm-hmm. still going to benefit you and it's thinking it's your money so I think you should make your money work for you. Right. Um, do you want your money to go to, you know, over-policing, for example, the gang database? Or do you want your money to go to actual public safety measures? I mean, it's up to you. But right. it's your money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I think you should know what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, beautifully said, by the way. But um, yeah, kinda, well done. Yeah, very <laughs> well done. Um, just building on that and whatnot, you know, uh, apart from taxes, you know, like, you know, you, you, have a, you have a place of residence, whether you have a mortgage or you rent, um, you know, you have a job, you have workplace conditions that affect you. This is not something that, that because you don't vote and because, you know, you're just a Joe Schmo living in Aurora, um, you know, you're, you're still involved and you're still in, or you're involved like through being being affected by legislation and whatnot, right. being affected by city council's decisions. Um, so I would say, yeah, if you're if you're upset with the way things are going in, in any sort of manner, you know, you you got to get involved. Right. Because ultimately, at the end of the day. Um, the powers that be are not going to listen to us unless we, we have, you know, a, a sophisticated series of power um, and, and like a genuine opposition to to making sure they, they can't just cut the check. You know what I mean? Right. So and right. that work for us. Um, so on the 15th, which is the next event mm-hmm. or, or meeting, what's the topic of discussion on that day? Um, it is like how 
the the uh, city council like functions. Okay. So talking about uh, Robert Rules of Order and whatnot, like the Open Meetings Act, and then finishing off with how to make public comment and um, yeah, and kind of just like you know tips for for public speaking and whatnot. Okay. All right. You got any tips that you can give us now? You know, we can do a lot on the show now. You know, can, <laughs> you know we can have a variety show up here. You got any right. uh, tips? Should we practice? You want to do some mock? We could, yeah. We, do some mock? You're, it's your show. We can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We can do <laughs> You got authority here. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, you know, they only give three minutes. Right. Uh, I'll give a tip because this is this is a general thing. And I actually learned this uh, many, many years ago in a whole nother life. But mm-hmm. uh I'll say this for people. Um, you know, a lot of people, I, I have heard it said that because a lot of people are fearful of public speaking. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, that's that's the dough yeah. of which the whole pizza of you delivering successfully or not is really built on. Um, so I would say to a lot of people who are just nervous about public speaking in general, that... Uh, a good trick is to bullet point and stop watch it. Yep. And just, you know, it don't overdo it, right? Pick the the thing that you're the most passionate about. Like put three things out there, pick the one that you're really ready to to work on and down the hill for. Um and let that be it and stick to your stick to your three bullet points and bring your stopwatch. And after a while, um the nervousness goes away when the passion of what you're talking about comes out and you can kind of find that, um, you know, that courage. It's kind of like Ray Charles, you know, I mean, he's blind. Yeah. But playing the piano is what you want to do, you know, so um, helps overcome that. But it's the public speaking that really gets people. And that's kind of nerve wracking for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, obviously nerve wracking being in front of a bunch of people you don't know, especially, you know, those with uh who you deem to be more powerful than you, right? Mm-hmm. Talking, you know, talking about giving public comment at a city council meeting. But at the end of the day, you know, we elected these people. We, you know, we were the ones who who put them in office and whatnot. And if you saw them on the street, I doubt you would know they were an alderman. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I so treat them like like you know, like like how we're talking right now. Like just you know, like like person to person, and then that that helps me, right? We got coffee too, so you know we're we're moving a little bit, uh, moving a little bit, a little bit friendlier than most. Um, time is eight twenty eight. So, is there anything that you want people to know? Um, and again, the tw- the fifteenth and the twenty second are the next dates. Three o'clock p.m. Santori Public Library from three to five. Um, we can find you guys at APD Hub on Instagram. You guys are also on Facebook. Um, what would you like people to know about you? And what's the number one thing that Aurora should get to know uh, before we part? Um, I would say, you know, um, we pride ourselves on, on being as inclusive, as democratic and as powering as possible. If you have a social issue that you're passionate about or several that you're passionate about, we encourage you to come out. Follow us on social media at APD Hub um, on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, come out to the events and everything. We'd love to have you. And uh, yeah, we want you. <laughs> we, we want we want your participation and your opinion and your lived experience and all that good stuff. India. Yeah, I would just say we want to work together. Uh, we want to work through the problems in our community with our community to make our community better. And so the more people that participate, the better it is for everyone. It benefits all of us. There's there's really no downside to any of this at all. So please follow <laughs> us. Uh, please come to our events. Uh, we'd love to see you there. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited to see where this goes. 
Go ahead. Sorry, I just would like to mention as, as an enticing factor, um, even if political education isn't your thing or, you know, this might not be up your alley, uh, we do have free food at the event. So all you got to do is register for the Eventbrite, make sure that your head's counted, <laughs> and worst case scenario, you get a free meal. All right. Um, also, well, I would like to say thank you very much to the other organizations that are involved in the project as well, too, including uh, the Black Alliance for Peace and then... Um, the reentry. The name of the the name of the organization escapes me right now. What's the name of them? The Illinois Alliance for Reentry and Justice. See, that's why you on the show. You got to know. <laughs> See that? <laughs> only the finest, ladies and gentlemen. Only the <laughs> only the finest. Uh, the hub, Aurora Participatory Democracy Hub. Please follow these great folks on Instagram and Facebook. And if you are a local and you have questions. Remember, being civically engaged is always a positive. It will benefit you. Uh, so please come on out, take part, learn what's going on, and uh, let's educate ourselves and the community. Uh, so the time is 8.30 a.m. I'd like to thank our guests um, today for coming on to the show, India Williams and Mr. Zach Fry. Yes, sir. Uh, for coming on to the show. This next section of the show that we're going to show you is something very interesting. Um, it's some never-before-seen footage. Good Morning Aurora has been in existence for three years. Uh, what you are going to see today is nobody's seen this footage other than me, okay? This is the footage of, like, the third, well, maybe, like, the fourth month of Good Morning Aurora even being a thing. This is... Three weeks after we left the bathroom and started recording in an actual studio. And that studio, for many of you, as you remember, was Gremlin Studio. So right now you're going to watch some of the cringiest footage, <laughs> indeed, that I'm, I've ever been involved in. Uh, roll it. <laughs> We hey, what's going on, man? Hey, Curtis. Good morning. Welcome to Good Morning Aurora. Right on. Right on. Come on in. Let's do this. We are now in Gremlin Studios. This is the base. This is our spot. The second largest city's first daily news show. Right this way. Alright. This is where it happens. Welcome to Good Morning Aurora. Let him up. This is Nick, aka Nico Mode, our engineer. Welcome, welcome. You guys can make yourselves at home as we get busy, start to get busy here. Um, so you're a little bit early. Uh, Nick here, being our engineer, he sets us up. And we also, uh, you know, I do my thing, have my coffee. Sip a little bit, you know. And yeah, so you guys sit back as we work. That video you made for me yesterday or Tuesday, I watched you jump on. I like tested it at home. I learned it. Yeah, I learned how to stream. 
Oh, here we go. Oh, she's down there. Uh, can you grab her, please? Yeah. Or? Great. What do we got today, Curtis? We have State Representative for the 83rd District, Barbara Hernandez, coming up. Right. She'll be here in just a moment. Yep, that's what we got going on today, folks. You know? Another day in the life at Good Morning Aurora. So you guys are going to watch as we uh, get started. Literally from the beginning. And, uh, yeah, tune in. It's a lot of fun. So if this is some B-roll or some behind-the-scenes footage film, this could be great. Get these updates real quick. Good morning, you guys. Time is 8.34 a.m. So, I uh, hope that you guys like that. And again, that was just something something a little new for you to show you. Uh, I think it's important to let you guys know that the mission is the same. The values are the same. Uh, the only thing that's changed is just uh, location and ability. So, hope that you guys are doing well. Now, we're going to do the local news for you guys. And then uh, show you guys something else really cool coming up as well. All right. Um, so as you can see, brand new little flow with the with the local news today. I hope that you guys like it. Please let us know in the chat what you guys think about our new um, new style, new format. All right. So the Love Purse Movement is what you see on your screen next. Uh, the Love Purse Movement collects new purses that are filled with personal care items and notes of encouragement to distribute to women in need and survivors of domestic abuse this is presented by senator Susie hilton and uh, there's many other supporters as well the drop-off locations that you can see on the screen in the flyer uh, it's a little slim but we will post this later on today for you guys the drop-off locations are going and available until the 31st of this month they include uh, bartlett community center glenside public library in glendale heights westmont public library uh, as well west chicago locations villa park naperville as well uh, so please if you can donate any uh purses or any used purses new purses or slightly slightly warm purses please do um this is a very uh, very good and positive initiative all right coming up next uh this is brand new this is breaking news we should have played it for this one too alex we'll talk about that later on though Every time it's like super new, we'll play the breaking news. Uh, Halloween Fest, Friday, October 27th. It'll be from 4 to 7 p.m. Come one, come all for a festive trick-or-treat, including taco truck, hot cider, hot chocolate, cider donuts, and ghoulish 
fun. Children, parents, guardians, and goblins, welcome to Trick or Treat and vote on the most fabulously decorated tent. Uh, this will be at VNA Healthcare, 400 North Highland Avenue here in Aurora. Shout out to our friends of VNA Healthcare, um, including Crystal and Sunny. All right. Moving right along. Moving right along to the Fire Museum, Saturday, October 7th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, the event is Community Hero Day. Now, this is going to be a good one. Um, there's Touch a Truck featuring the uh, Aurora Fire Department, Kane County Sheriff's Office, Illinois Tollway, Metra, ComEd, and Groot. Uh, free fire truck rides as well, and a live fire demonstration taking place at 1 p.m. See firsthand how quickly a fire can spread and witness the role fire sprinklers play in saving lives and property. Uh, once again, Saturday, October 7th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. I'd like to say thank you very much to our dear friends of the Aurora Regional Fire Museum board, including Tracy Duran. All right. Uh, coming up next is the Michoacan Arts uh, Cultural Paths event. This uh, this event's going to be taking place October 6th at the third floor gallery of the David L. Pierce Art and History Museum, 20 East Downer Place here in Aurora. For more information, you can call 630-256-3340. The Aurora Public Art Gallery, excuse me, the Aurora Public Art Commission Gallery is presenting this fantastic event. Art um, Artists, live music, and food, you can't go wrong. It's going to be... It's going to be a humdinger. It really will be. Once again, it's going to be October 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. Okay. Now, also taking place this weekend is um, the Hispanic Heritage Financial Empowerment Series presented by the Neighbor Project and Everlasting Word Church. Their community gala is going to be... Um, this weekend, excuse me, Community Expo, open to all, free and open to the public with activities for young people and kids, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. This will take place at the Prisco Community Center. We've posted this on our page, and you can also follow the Facebook, um, the, uh, Facebook and Instagram of the Neighbor Project as well. For more information, call 331-300, excuse me, 3566. Once again, it's going to be October 7th, which is this Saturday at the uh, Prisco Center. See you there. All right. Now, uh, the chili cook-off. It's on the same page. That's how ready we are. Um, Saturday, October 21st, Java Plus is presenting this fantastic chili cook-off, and registration is still open. Your $25 registration fee and submitted application is due by the 13th of October. Uh, the event will take place on the 21st from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, whether you want to cook and compete or just eat, that is $7. So to participate, you gotta do the application, $25, but just to eat and vote, seven bucks. Java Plus is located at 1677 Montgomery Road here in Aurora. Shout out to our dear friends Dan and Javier Burgos. All right. Next up is the 80s Game Night Gala. Our friends of the Neighbor Project are presenting this fantastically fun fundraising gala with a 1980s theme. Also on the 21st, uh, 6 to 9 p.m. is the time and the doors open at 5 p.m. The venue, 21 North uh, or South Broadway, is going to be the uh, location for this fantastic event. Totally rad, totally awesome, totally hip, dude. Uh, there's going to be a DJ. The DJ is a friend of ours. His name is DJ Venom. Uh, the Neighbor Project helps solve the puzzle of home ownership. Come on out to this event. Tickets and sponsorships are available online and uh, see how that's done. All right. 
moving on to the golf outing. Now, the thing about golf is I got a lot of friends who play golf, and they're always like, Curtis, come on out and play some golf. Me, not so much. Um, I like to chill at the clubhouse and ride around on the golf cart, but um, I'll see what I can do. This will be Saturday the 21st. Um, Orchard Valley Golf Course is the location. The price is $125 per golfer. The golf cart range, balls, and fun are included, as well as dinner. This is the seventh annual Polar Bear Outing Marimba Players Scholarship Fundraiser. Registration for this event begins at 11 a.m. with a shotgun start at 1 p.m. Our dear friend Gil Rios is the progenitor of this fantastic event. For more information, you can call or text 630-327-9476. The number again is 630-327-9476. The dinner on this particular day starts at 6 p.m. And uh, it'll be good. All right. Uh, next up on your screen is the Dia de los Muertos event. I want to say really quick good morning to uh, all of you great people. Gloria Gerardo, good morning to you as well. Vanessa Gaddy, Tracy Durant, and Rena Reyes. A great initiative. Put a love note in there, too, for the love purse. That's nice. Uh, okay. Let's talk about Dia de los Muertos. Hold on. Let's find Dia de los Muertos. Look at all this news, y'all. You know, it's just uh, it's just one of those things. Aha, here it is. All right. Well, this is double-sided. Okay, uh, October 28th from 1 to 4 p.m. Um, is the date and the time. The location will be the Fox Valley Mall. This is presented by um, our dear friends Angie Garcia, uh, Jose Torres. Music is going to be by Polo Sax and Juan Diego Rojas. And our other dear friend Zora Zapata will be doing their doing face painting. This will be a whole lot of fun. Free and open to the public. Come on out for a good time. This will be October 28th from 1 to 4 p.m. Once again, the Dia de los Muertos event taking place here at the Fox Valley Mall. All right. And up next is the uh, Dia de los Muertos fundraising event, uh, which is going to be taking place at Moe's Cantina, 155 West Kinsey Street in Chicago. This will be Thursday, November 2nd from 530 to 7 o'clock p.m. M. Our dear friends of the Illinois House Latino Caucus are uh, holding this event. For more information, you can look at the flyer. We shared the flyer on our Facebook and our Instagram page. So go ahead and check that out. Once again, it's going to be Thursday, November 2nd, Moe's Cantina in River North in Chicago. It's a really nice place. Okay. Uh, oh, last but not least. Last but not least. We'll make this the... Uh, the last one. The time is 844. Uh, last but not least is the Latin American Marketplace. Our dear friends of the DuPage Hispanic Alliance are presenting this fantastic event December 16th and 17th, once again at the Fox Valley Mall. Handcrafted gifts, arts and jewelry, Christmas ornaments, food and pastries, and international activities. No passport is required. Visit DuPageHispanicAlliance.com to learn more. There's also a QR code on the bottom right-hand side of the flyer that you can scan. We've shared this on our social media pages as well. Please come out and participate and get to know our friends of the DuPage Hispanic Alliance. The time is 8.44 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Um, we had some great guests this morning. It was a really good discussion that we had with those two fantastic young people, India Williams and Zach Fry. Um, next, we're going to... Um, Show you another piece of footage that we have. Um, this 
takes in another location uh, that we recorded the show at. Indeed, the show was uh, was couch surfing for a little while until we found ourselves a home. Um, but this next uh, piece of footage comes from another fantastic conversation that we had with a young man out of Chicago by the name of Curdell McMahon. Um, he's a, a great guy who has been through a lot. Uh, endured a lot in his life and has gone on to become a great painter. Uh, now, I do want to warn you that the audio in this video, so back when we were recording at this time in the show, um, we were recording in a law office. You know, this is a good story. I'm going to tell you this story real quick. We were recording in a law, <laughs> we were recording in a law office and there was a train right behind us. And when the train would go past, it would mess up a whole lot of things, including the Wi-Fi. So when we tried to go live, sometimes the, the live would end when the train would go by. So we ended up just recording audio. And uh, this is also the early days of me learning, learning how to edit and things like that. So I do apologize um, for a lot of the ambient noise in the clip, uh, but it's really good. You can hear the conversation quite well, uh, but it's just one of those things that highlights where one may start and one where one may... Uh, eventually uh, end up so anyway the time is 8 46 please enjoy this next clip and then we're going to end the show good morning aurora will return on wednesday or excuse me on friday morning with another great show more news more content and the very best of aurora every single day also get to know us you can send us an email to goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com and let us know what you've got going on in the city anything that's positive can benefit another person and help to move aurora forward in a positive manner and disposition we'd be happy to share it take care of yourself and each other because you know Upon putting your feet on the ground, you have to set your mind up to accomplish everything that you got in front of you. Day to day, my mission is to become greater than I was yesterday. Every single day, to push myself to further. That's my agenda. If I don't become rich, I become a person. So to me, and I know I'm, I sound like I'm jumping around. So to me, I take pride in people seeing my work, because I don't just paint. Like, a lot of people just paint. I don't just paint. I create, I create wonders. And to me, in the community where I come up in, you know what I'm saying, um, not a lot of people have made it. You know, a lot of people have, have not made it. They haven't seen the other side of being able to just live a normal life and be successful. Some people are, are successful but can't live a normal life because of how they obtain the, the, the riches. What do you mean by that? So I, so I got, I know people that that did a lot of wrong to, to become rich. Okay. So they can't live a normal life. They can't go hang out. They can't go just, they just can't be themselves. Sure. You know, because how they obtain what they have. Killing, selling drugs and you know, whatever. To me, being able to drive up Madison from Austin Avenue, even further back than that, even with a with a with a, with a rich white folks is in, in Oak Park, from from Harlem to Halstead, and being able to see when you came to my house, I only had one daughter and a son. Now I got three daughters and a son. But to be able to drive up Madison, which is so um, 
nostalgic. It, got, it has so much flavor, you know. Driving up Madison is like almost like going through America backwards. You know what I'm saying? Because you have so much, you have so much history just from Harlem, going through Forest Park, Oak Park, Austin community, um, uh, Garfield community, all of these communities. It's like going through America backwards. He, whether you're going east or you're coming west. To be able to tell my kids, I did that building, 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 that mattered to me more than anything in the world. <laughs> and I can do it. <laughs> When the, when the ball players and when the famous rappers come back to Chicago, they call me, you know, to come and do whatever they trying to build. I don't, at this point, I don't see nothing more beautiful than that. <laughs>